Hello and welcome to the Eclectic Domestics Podcast, where service business expert and coach Barbara Jeannie shows you how to gain more respect, earn more money, and elevate your service from so-so to five-star. Hello and welcome to episode four, five ways to deal with toxic people. So real quick, I want to just say that uh, some of you have have messaged me and um, expressed that you notice that the date that I say in the podcast might be different than the date of publication uh, for each podcast episode. And that is because I'm happy to say that I was way ahead of schedule when I started recording these. So um, I, I wound up having extra extra episodes. So I had to publish them accordingly since this is a once a week podcast. And that is why some of the dates don't match. So we should be caught up to speed now. And um, again, I want to send out uh, love, appreciation, and gratitude to you for listening and for all of your feedback and all of your messages, whether it's positive feedback or negative feedback. It is extremely useful and very, very helpful in making this podcast something that you can utilize and put into action right away every day. So thank you for joining us today. So our topic today, toxic people. We all know at least one person who just completely defies and goes against all logic and all reasoning and just creates chaos and stress and tension and distraction wherever they go. So today we're going to talk about five strategies to help you deal with the toxic people that you may come in contact, uh, whether it's a vendor, a client, or coworker, or a uh, another person in your life. Uh, it could be personal or professional. So now when we use the term toxic person, what we're really talking about here is emotional intelligence. Uh, Some of you may have heard that term before. Uh, Essentially what emotional intelligence is, is strong people skills. So in order to be effective and successful, you need to develop an emotional intelligence. Uh, And it can be learned. You can develop it. This isn't something that you're either born with or not. Uh, We can learn these skills. And now I'm not talking about uh, being an introvert or being shy uh, or being outgoing. What I'm talking about is that you have the ability to recognize and understand your own emotions and what you're feeling and what those emotions are telling you and also how they affect all the people around you. This would be your clients, your family, uh, your coworkers, your employees, um, etc. And it's not just about that. It's also about how you understand the feelings of others, how you perceive them, how you understand how they're feeling and how their behavior uh, shows you what they're feeling. And uh, also how you interact with and manage those relationships with other people. So this is what we mean when we're talking about emotional intelligence. So now you have a toxic client, coworker, or employee, and they are completely irrational. They're causing you stress 
And what do you do? Your, your, your stomach hurts, your head hurts every time you need to have to deal with this person and you just don't know how to handle it and how to minimize that stress that it's causing you and everyone around you. So the first thing that you keep in mind is this, nothing, and I mean nothing in this world is worth the agony and living hell of keeping a toxic client, employee, or coworker in your life. Nothing. Not your image, not your income, not your social status, nothing, nothing at all. And yet we keep these clients around much, much longer than we should, don't we? And why is that? It's because we don't really know how to interact with them. We, we are rational people and they are not. So it completely throws us off for a minute. And we have to really sit and regroup and actually practice these skills in how to deal with one of these people because they're, they're thank God, they're not the, the rule. They're the exception. And we don't deal with them too much. Or at least I hope you don't. Um, we can help you with this. The first way that I'm going to tell you uh, that is able to, uh, will allow you to deal with a toxic person is that you must keep in the front of your mind your worth. You must know your worth. I work with so many housekeepers and home service providers who struggle with this. Uh, you know, maybe someone has told you in your past or even in your present that you are silly or you're stupid or you're ridiculous or you're not worth their time. They undermine you. They roll their eyes at you. They don't listen to you. Uh, maybe they've said worse things than that to you. Uh, it, it's very hard to overwrite these doubts and these thoughts, especially when you have to deal with somebody over and over and over again. Uh, for example, if you work next to somebody or you have a client that is a relative or a referral from another good client. It's very hard to overwrite this and it's very hard to remove yourself from this. And it's very hard for you to start, you know, not to not believe that, that these words are true. What happens is your brain seeks evidence to support what that person is saying. It's a thing our brain does. It's the way we're wired. But I'm going to tell you something very important that I've learned over many, many years and making many mistakes and dealing with my share of toxic people. Those things that that person or those people are saying to you are a reflection of their own toxic and emotionally unintelligent thoughts. And that is the truth. What they're saying to you is not a reflection of who you are. It's a reflection of who they are. And those words, those awful, hateful words, the snide comments, the undermining, the gaslighting, they, they can only affect you if you really let them. So please, please make this a priority. Work on supporting yourself. And again, this goes back to mindset. Work on your mindset and your own belief in yourself as a worthwhile, amazing, creative being with so much to offer people. Know your worth in this world. And that is the first step. So 
number two, the second way to deal with a toxic person is to set boundaries. And a lot of uh, housekeepers and home service providers have a problem with this because you are in the service industry. You feel like you need to give every last ounce of yourself. And that's just not true. You are a professional service provider. You are not an on-call verbal punching bag available at all hours for vendors, clients, or employees. Setting good boundaries um, prevents you from being tempted to get pulled into a ridiculous, irrational interaction with constant complainers, negative people, and people that don't respect your time. Um, years ago, I had a particular client who was uh, had, had no filters and just would text me at all hours of the morning. So usually I wouldn't hear it because I, that's, that's why I put my phone on do not disturb. Um, I talk about that in a previous episode. Uh, I think it was the one, the episode where we talk about distractions and why you need to put your phone down. Um, I used to put it on no, do not disturb at night. And I would wake up the next morning, go about my day. And when I would pick up my phone to check it, there would be a text in from this particular client at two o'clock in the morning asking me when we were scheduled again. And I mean, that's just ridiculous. It, it wasn't just once it was, it was multiple times. So I finally decided that this was not a situation I really wanted to be in because the client just felt that I was on demand. Um, and would be there any time that he picked up the phone. Uh, as a general rule, I don't answer my phone while I'm making dinner. There's certain times during the day where I put my phone down and I do not answer it. I don't answer emails. And this is why, because otherwise I would be just putting out fires, so to speak, all day and responding to, to clients every whim. And sometimes you just want to be with your family and get away from work. So in this case, I made the decision to um, cut this client loose. I'm also thinking of another client uh, many years ago. It was for uh, an organizing and packing job. And uh, the client was very undecisive. And I worked with her to try and get her um, and her husband to make some decisions so we could get this organized. It was, it was a home that had many, many beautiful, very, very old historical pieces, uh, china and decor and uh, art uh, paintings and things like that. So it needed special care. And what wound up happening was I, I did an agreement with the client and she signed the contract. It was about an $8,000 packing job uh, to be done over the course of a month. And after the contract was signed, all these little things just came up and there was always some sort of a problem and it wasn't really a problem. It was a perceived problem. So the client would send me an email and I would in great detail, I might add, I would take some time, usually about 20 minutes, half an hour to address the, the, the concerns and life would go on for a few days until I got the next email. And this went on there was about 25 emails sent. And this was after we signed a contract, after everything was all agreed on. And finally, I got to the point one day where I opened up an email and it was, it was just very condescending. And I instantly got a headache and I got this feeling in my stomach. And 
that's a signal there. Your body's going to give you a signal. If it's a client that you feel is, is completely overstepping their boundaries and you set a boundary and they overstep it, it's time for you to really evaluate that. It's not worth being sick over. So I made the very difficult decision at that point to um, cancel the client's contract. Uh, she had violated it in several different areas. So um, I sent her a very professional but very direct email that I was canceling her contract and I felt that she would be served better by another service provider. Um, I'm sure she never saw that coming. It was difficult for me to refund that money because that's, you know, $8,000 is, is a good amount of money. But what wound up happening was I wound up finding another client to cover it. So my long-winded point here is set the boundaries. Don't take people on for the wrong reasons. Don't use a vendor for the wrong reasons because somebody referred them to you or your friend who owns a business, uh, uses this vendor. If they, are, don't feel right to you and they're making you feel sick and uncomfortable about your interactions with them, really reevaluate that. Find a way to either set a good boundary or cut them. Just cut them loose because it's really not worth your health. Step three is to keep in control of your own emotions. Uh, because you're dealing with an emotionally irrational person, uh, it's easy to have the tendency to react to them rather than step back and think a minute before you respond. That's even if you need to respond. Uh, in this case, sometimes the best response is no response at all. Uh, but keeping in control of and aware of your own emotions, uh, what this does is it elevates you to a position where you're able to choose your battles, uh, stand your ground when you need to, and remove yourself from their traps. Essentially, you don't want to take the bait. Uh, you want to let go of your need to be right because you cannot possibly or nor do you want to try and beat them at their own game. This is a game that, that they know, they play it well, and it doesn't, really, it doesn't really pay for you to fight these battles uh, if you don't have to. Only respond to the relevant facts when you absolutely have to and not the emotional chaos. So way number three to deal with emotionally, uh, I'm sorry, toxic people is to keep in control of your own emotions. So strategy number four, focus on solutions. You don't want to focus on the problem itself, although this is, this is sometimes a challenge to do. But keep this in mind, energy flows where your attention goes. So wherever you're putting your focus that's going to determine your emotional state. That's going to determine how you come into this, this conflict or this relationship. And it's going to determine uh, your, your emotional state and it's going to determine your outcome, whatever your outcome is. So if you're over-identifying with the problem itself, what's happening is you're creating more stress and chaos that the toxic person is going to absolutely thrive on. They love it. So you've given them what they wanted. They want attention. They want chaos. And by you focusing on the problem, you've, you've given, given energy to that. Okay. So you've given them exactly what they want. So instead of doing that, flip it around. Instead of focusing on what a pain in the ass a toxic person is, focus more time and more of your energy on what the facts are of the situation, of the conflict. 
and how to eliminate each one of those challenges that you face uh, when you're when you're dealing with this person. Uh, you want to focus on knowing your worth, keeping control of your own emotions, and the possibility of eliminating this client or vendor or employee, this person from your business and your life completely. If that is possible on any level, that's what you should be focusing on. A plan of how to do that and how to, in effect, set a really good boundary where you're just not going to deal with this person anymore at all. So strategy number five is to rally a support system. We don't always respond appropriately to toxic people. Uh, we tend to absorb their negativity. We take their bait. We engage in these ridiculous interactions, allow them to rob us of our joy. And this only intensifies the effect that the toxic person has on us. And I'm saying us because I have come across this myself too. When you're, when you're working with people day in and day out, uh, it, it's inevitable that you're going to run across this. Uh, now, this happens because we're too close to the situation and we don't really see it for what it is. It's kind of like trying to cut your own hair. You don't really do a good job because you can't really see it. You're too close to it, especially when you get around to the back. So although it's very tempting to try and handle this yourself, because you want to be a big girl or you figure you're a business owner or, you know, you, you should be able to handle this. Don't try to go this alone. You want to recognize your own weakness and your own errors in dealing with these toxic people because they do pull you in. Maybe they're each a little different in their specifics, but in general, it's very easy to get pulled in with, with, the, with these kind of interactions. Uh, so just get help from others uh, in terms of perspective, in terms of advice, in terms of support, because sometimes the, another person's perspective is better for you. They see things that you don't, just like you trying to cut your own hair versus somebody else trying to cut your hair. They just see it differently. And that's why you want to try and reach out to other people. Uh, and this isn't to dwell on it. It's not to perpetuate all the negativity. It's not from a complaining standpoint, but from a position of addressing all the facts of what you're going through and how to solve the problem that this toxic person is causing you. Um, if you keep this in mind, many of the problems in dealing with toxic people can be addressed by how you respond or how you don't respond to that person. So you, you can feel more in control of the situation by making those choices and responding to it rather than reacting. And sometimes we need to go to other people to help us to be able to do this and come up with a strategy for dealing with whatever the particular and specific situation is. So the bottom line is that you really don't want to deal with a toxic person any more than is absolutely necessary. Um, by elevating your own emotional intelligence and keeping some of these strategies in mind, you can limit or eliminate some of the chaos that they're causing you. Uh, but I hope you don't have to deal with any kind of toxic people in your life. Uh, in a perfect world, none of us would have to. But if you do, I truly hope that this podcast was helpful to you. Um, in our next episode, we're going to get into a little more 
about the emotional intelligence part and what it is, how to build your own up uh, enough and be able to use it for improving your services in your business, uh, in your life, and how to really disengage from the toxic people that you will uh, inevitably run across in the serving of your clients and in the uh, execution of your business. So with that, I'm going to leave you today. I want you to have an amazing day and I will see you next week. So if you want to gain more respect, earn more money and elevate your services from so-so to five-star, visit us at www.eclecticdomestics.com.